Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. I'm not getting through either with my. So, are you? so yeah, we're not. It's crazy. What about your computer? Is that okay? Did you get one for it? Yeah. That's strange. Why would you not be able to get through? I mean, I got through, but because I don't hear the the show, it should be I should be hearing it live. Can you hear it from your computer? I don't know. You have speakers. Yeah, uh-huh. come out. Yeah. It's not connected. I'm not hearing anything. How do you usually do it on your side? On a landline from my office. That's the landline. It should be working. It works perfectly. I know. What's the red thing on? What's Voicemail. Blinking. No, this no. is answer. One little front of us. Calls will not be answered. Okay, maybe you shouldn't have pressed that. Leave it alone. Don't put it on. Okay. Maybe that's what's blocking it. Try to. Hello. Hello. 
Nothing's working. Uh, your phone may not be working. It, it was working. Not working. It, it does on my cell as well. All I'm telling you is that it's not connecting. Hello. Hello. That is? Yeah. Hello. Is the show? Can you hear the show? Yeah. Hello. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we had some uh, glitch here, and I think we see Dr. Smith. Jerry, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, there was a glitch. Uh, I tried to call you back a couple times. Okay. Well, welcome no back from Korea. Uh, it, uh, occasionally you go through these glitches, and uh, it's, it's mind-boggling. and just drives you crazy. Uh, just to bring you up to date, I opened the show with a, just basically telling people about how a low-sodium diet is detrimental to their health, how the American Heart Association isn't going to buy into, telling you to increase your salt intake since they uh, have been pushing a low-salt diet for decades. And then I reiterated a study in January that showed that patients with congestive heart failure actually died at a more frequent rate than uh, if they restricted their salt intake. And with that, welcome back from Korea. Thank you. Thank you. I told you I brought you some oxtail soup, so uh, uh, I hope it will keep it fresh for you. I'm waiting for it. The FedEx truck is uh, will be here any minute, I'm sure. Well, Jerry, we, we talked earlier today. You had some thoughts on salt. I think uh, it, it's worthwhile talking a little bit about salt before you tell us about your great experience in Korea. Well, uh, there was an interesting book written by, uh, called The K-Factor. Uh, I think it was one MD and two PhDs. I uh, can't remember their names offhand, but their big focus was that it's more of a potassium deficiency than a sodium uh, excess and uh, most people don't get enough potassium in their diet, uh, you know, zucchini and the, uh, fresh vegetables. You know, most people think iceberg lettuce and a cucumber is a green salad. Um, the unfortunate thing is our diets today are so deplete of minerals that, you know, the organs can't function properly. Exactly. And, that, 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 and as we talked about, you know, it's just uh, if you connect the dots, if you connect the dots between nutritional deficiencies and chronic diseases which have a basis of an, uh, an inflammatory component. This doesn't get too, too complicated. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about iodine salt. I mean, you cut back on your salt, you cut back on your iodine, you don't have enough iodine, you don't convert T4 to T3, the active thyroid hormone. Your cholesterol goes up, you get put on a statin drug, that causes diabetes and uh, cataracts and uh, metabolic syndrome. Uh, even some Parkinson's disease, and then you get put on drugs to treat those uh, when, you know, you really need to step back and say, whoa, what's going on? So, uh, well, you know, it's interesting, Ron. The iodine is a very powerful halogen, and it literally kicks fluoride, mercury, chlorine, bromine off the receptor site. So it actually is a, has a very important cleansing effect to, to the body. 
Well, that, that's a good piece of news. You know, I've been reading also Dr. Berta Barnes's book again, and gosh, he was so far ahead of his time. His, his book could be published today, and people would think he's a, you know, a young stud at, at Harvard writing about the iodine and thyroid disease because he connected the dots. He connected well, that's the dots. The they, they don't want to hear the truth. Uh, the thyroid is so critical, uh, just like I think I told you earlier when we spoke, my good friend Mark Starr wrote a book, uh, Hypothyroidism Type 2, and he wrote a, a newer book called, called um, uh, it Res- Resolved. It's basically relating thyroid to Alzheimer's. And, you know, most people don't see the connection, but when you look at all the symptoms of Alzheimer's and the physiologic a detriment of the amyloid plaque building up in the brain and all. The thyroxin basically helps to overcome all these deficits. And, uh, again, the, the medical community, they only look to treat symptoms, and they don't understand the physiologic, uh, you know, action of, of thyroxin. It's just so powerful. Um, the iodine turns on apoptosis in cells, so it, it prevents, helps prevent cancer. You know, uh, David Derry was an MD, PhD from Canada, wrote a book called Iodine and Breast Cancer, or Breast Cancer mm-hmm. and Iodine. And, uh, you know, the guy was so effective, they took his medical license away because he was curing too much cancer. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and the other thing is, as, as you alluded to, you know, you just, if you're deficient in one nutrient, more than likely, it's pretty hard to be deficient in just one without depleting others. That's That's the problem I see. Uh, so uh, a perfect example the B vitamins. Uh, you know, people start losing their hair, so they you know read an article in Reader's Digest, and they start loading up on biotin. But like you said, uh, the body, in its infinite wisdom, needs all of them to work. It's kind of like a conveyor belt bringing parts to put together a product. And if you're short in one part, you can't make the product. Well, the body's no different. Uh, you need all the B vitamins to, you know, help metabolize your protein, fats, carbohydrates. You know, the, the thyroid is very, very dependent on nutrients, and the B vitamins are one of them. And most of the B vitamins, when you see fortified milk, fortified bread, fortified whatever, it's all synthetic from coal tar. Exactly, and, and maybe come from China. Well, you know what, that brings me to something I want to just tell our listeners about is the FDA again. I beat up on them this week, and... and uh, let me tell you about their latest discovery. This is incredible. The FDA's latest discovery concerns what's healthy and what is not. Okay? The feds just admit it. They still can't figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. They're rushing out yet another new set of guidelines for sugary cereals. They're saying that sugary cereals aren't healthy. Would you believe that? Would you believe they actually said that? Under current FDA rule, the sugary cereal can slap the word healthy on its label if they sprinkle it with some vitamins and minerals, just what Dr. Smith was saying about, talking about. You sprinkle some vitamins and minerals on top of the sugar, and all of a sudden now the FDA says you can call it a healthy food. Meanwhile, truly healthy foods, which are nutritionally packed superfoods, They're not considered healthy by FDA standards, like salmons, avocados, almonds, all flunk the FDA's test for health because they contain what, ladies and gentlemen, too much fat. I'm not not making this stuff up. So you can get a sugary, you can get sugar, sprinkle it with vitamins and call it a health food, 
But you can't say that uh, salmons, avocados, and almonds are healthy food because they they uh, contain too much fat. Whew. Incredible. Well, you just can't make it up. Okay. Yeah, so now, goodbye salmon. Hello, Fruit Loops. So, well, uh, the problem is that the synthetic uh, B vitamins literally neuter uh, the population. It's it's birth control. Synthetic B vitamins actually reduce the sperm count. Uh, and that's been documented since the post-war uh, WW2 that the sperm count has been going down consistently, and it's a lack of the B vitamins. The synthetic Bs will suppress fertility. Right. So, so, and why why do we put them in there in the first place? Why don't we eat the whole grain? Yeah, we strip it down, we make it white, and then we have to add back in nutrients. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Well, between the FDA and the big pharmaceutical uh, companies, uh, we are being, just being bombarded and brainwashed and given drugs, and and we're not healthier for it. And as we talked about, the number uh, three cause of uh, death in the United States is doctor uh, mistakes and drugs in hospitals not even taking into account what uh, is going on at, on an outpatient basis. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're here at... Uh, Rejuvenations Health Radio to give you some up-to-date advice that you can listen to and work with and check us out. You know, Google what we say, see see if, if it makes sense, and uh, do appreciate all your listening. Uh, and uh, I do appreciate your referring us because our, our our base is growing now. Occasionally, like today, we have a little bit of a audio uh, glitch, and I'm sorry about that. But generally, uh, we, we've been doing pretty good with the, the Blog Talk Radio new high-fidelity system. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. Jerry Smith on the phone. He's uh, just back from Korea where he was uh, teaching uh, there. And uh, we're going to take a quick pause for a, uh, a little uh, commercial for Dr. Ron and his cryospawn. We'll be back with Dr. Smith. He can give us some up-to-date news about his trip to Korea. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Dr. Ron here in beautiful uh, southwest uh, Florida where the weather has been just great. Well, we have on the phone Dr. Jerry Smith who uh, has just returned from an exciting trip and uh, we'd like to hear a little bit about what happened in Korea during his uh, teaching and lecturing uh uh, seminars, Doctor Smith. Uh, what, what what happened over there besides eating that great oxtail soup? 
and the, all that delicious kimchi and bimbap uh, uh. dishes. But yeah, it, it's exciting because the Koreans are, have a voracious appetite for new technology. Uh, like I said, 96% of the households over in Korea are connected to the internet. So these people are in tune with what's going on around the world. What's exci- was exciting is I do some consulting work, uh, you know, in the private office. And uh, it was interesting, this one dentist, Dr. Coombe, uh, brought in some of his difficult patients to me, uh, one of which was a woman who was having uh, ringing in her ears, tenderness, they call that, uh, medical terminology. And what was fascinating, uh, she had uh, caps that were made for her back teeth. And unfortunately, uh, 99.99% of the dentists don't have a clue or don't even know that the, the way the teeth come together balance the 28 bones of the human skull. So to make a long story longer, I basically uh, f- discovered that she through uh, what they call articulating paper, it, it marks interferences on the biting surfaces of the teeth. And just removing one minor little interference, which then enabled the teeth to mesh properly and more comfortably, her ringing totally disappeared. Uh, you know, the dentist was truly amazed and sure the patient was happier, as they say, uh, a peak uh, knee-deep in slop. Uh, the key in the equation that this technology is so far advanced that, you know, and the universities aren't even aware of this level of knowledge. Wow. Well, you, you have mentioned this before about, you know, paper-thin uh, adjustments to, to the bite and how, how it can affect the, uh, the overall function of the human body. And every time I hear it, it's just amazing to me. It remi- reminds me of, uh, uh, was it Dr. Price, uh, when I would go to some of his seminars when I was back, back up in the Northeast, uh, or people that practice, uh, was it Weston Price? Uh, he always talked about it. So, uh, well, you know, what's interesting, we had another interesting case where a woman was having an anxiety attack, basically, and um, her bite was off, and I put two thin shims, the thickness of a sheet of 24-pound uh, paper, on the lower right and left second molars. And after I uh, placed them and gave her, her that minuscule support, she said her anxiety totally disappeared immediately. You know, my take is that you have vasomotor um, activity, in other words, it affects the blood flow uh, to the, your different organs, and the thyroid is a major organ that needs a whole lot of blood supply to function. And my take in in this situation was the the thyroid was able to function, and immediately the the thyroxine was being utilized by the tissues, and her anxiety disappeared like instantaneously. Wow. And are, are they into uh, the electrodiagnosis of, of diseases and problems? Well, they will be because uh, they invited me to come back in September. I'm going to put on a, a residency program, a clinical residency, and part of that uh, program is going to be education on the CyberScan system to open up their eyes to a, a more in-depth, comprehensive diagnostic approach because Traditional blood testing, in my opinion, is archaic, it's Neanderthal, it's not telling you what the underlying causes are, and today people have so many complex problems going on, unless you have the uh, advanced electro uh, testing, you're never going to find this stuff. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I'm seeing more and more studies about field control therapy, FCT, 
uh, has such, you know, that, that really takes into account everything you've been talking about, the electromagnetic fields that can be traced to uh, serious metabolic problems, uh, especially diabetes. I mean, that, that was an eye-opening to me. I mean, you know, glucose dysregulation in the blood and brain. Uh, so besides, you know, having uh, the interventions of uh, medications and insulins, uh, geez, you know, maybe we, you know, we should take take note and have, be more educated about cyber scan technology. Uh, well, it's that, and then, like you said previously, with the drugs today, the, the side effects, and one, you know, we uh, beat up on like a dead horse, uh, the statin drugs that causes type two diabetes. So, you know, people think that medications are innocuous and that these drugs, uh, you know, dissipate out of the body. And unfortunately, even the doctors don't even know that these, uh, the offshoots of these medications can be worse than the actual drug itself. Yeah. And, and, and again, not to beat up on it as, uh, more, but it really deserves being beat up upon, that cholesterol is not the problem, and that inflammation is. And cholesterol is there to, to heal it. And as Dr. Barnes well, you said, know, you brought up you know, a very interesting point. I was reading an article this morning on mitochondria, which are the little—they look like a little Idaho potato inside the cell—and it it creates the energy, but it has to do with a lot more physiologic uh, activity in the human body than than previously thought. And what's happening is that the toxins like alcohol and heavy metals and pesticides and medications are getting into these little organelles and preventing. Uh, it's normal function. Uh, it's just unbelievable, you know, how the body gets out of balance. And the other uh, scary thing is that there's so much EMFs today, uh, Wi-Fi, uh, cell towers, uh, you know, all these electronic uh, frequencies, they're causing a disconnect between the human brain and the organs. And, uh, you know, any practitioner worth his weight in, in gold uh, knows that electromagnetic fields disrupt the physiology of the human body. Uh, one of the big things, it causes dehydration of the bones and the tissues. So you couple that with the 99% pure sodium chloride table salt and the Wi-Fi signals, you're getting dehydration and you get illness, degeneration. Right. And then, you know, if you feel thirsty, what do you go? You go to... Yeah, you get uh, water out of a bottle that contains bisphenol A's or, or uh, S's. You go to the tap water. If you don't have a reverse osmosis filter, you get filled up with chlorine and fluorine. So, you know. Uh, and that's you, on a good day, the chlorine and fluorine. Most people don't realize that if your neighbor's on the high blood pressure medication, that medication gets into the public water supply. They do not remove these medications from the water. So you're literally getting a homeopathic dose of whatever uh, is being, you know, passed out into the public water supply. Absolutely. And all the uh, antidepressants in the water supply. Yeah, they found Prozac in the public water supply, even though it's a low dose. But a low dose can have a very large physiologic response. Exactly. And and then, uh, you know, we're getting antibiotic dosing on a regular basis from our beef and chicken and uh, the uh, uh, animal husbandry. Were most of our the, the uh, our feedlots are, are contain antibiotics. Uh, well, so, you know, you know we're, we're getting bombarded all over the place. Components in this article on the mitochondria that antibiotics is one of the damaging uh, substances to these mitochondria. And, you know, when if any time a patient or someone gives you 
a symptom of fatigue. Invariably, it's toxicity of the mitochondria. Right, and then of course there's a whole new uh, class of diseases, mitochondrial diseases, which are, as you said, the engines of our body, really, uh, and and it can be quite devastating. You know what? Also, Ron, which was really fascinating, uh, Mark Starr in his book, you know, points out that thyroxin, okay, yeah. literally increases the number of mitochondria and the activity of mitochondria. So when you look at these diseases like Alzheimer's or chronic fatigue uh, and the other degenerative diseases, when the number of mitochondria decreases and the activity of the mitochondria decreases, you're uh, enhancing uh, the probability of degenerative diseases. Wow. I mean, it, it, it does all come back into a big circle, doesn't it? Yeah, and the, the the scary thing is that the Eugene Hertog, who was a very well-noted endocrinologist over in Belgium back in the 1920s, there's three generations of the Hertog medical family, and they've connected the dots. But unfortunately, you don't see that connection in the present-day endocrine textbooks. They've expunged this information so that the doctors don't even have a clue how the thyroid is impacting on the total body. No, and, and, and as we've talked about uh, medical education today is how to use drugs, not really how to diagnose, but how to use drugs for diseases. And, uh, it, you know, and of course, the pharmaceutical industries uh, went out every time with that. Let's just take a, take a moment here to, to, to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, beer. How about beer for this summer months? You know, beer contains a lot of antioxidants. That's what Dr. Smith talks about, compounds which mop up uh, harmful chemicals thought to cause heart attacks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, inflammation causes heart attacks. Well, anyway, moderate beer consumption appears to have no detrimental effects and indeed demonstrated its ability to decrease the risk of cardiovascular disease. This was Dr. Costanza in a recent report in the Mediterranean Neurological Institute. And this research also was coordinated with the University of Scranton and all places, the, uh, the state of Pennsylvania. And that, that, that research in Scranton found that dark ales and stouts can reduce the incidence of atherosclerosis. Now, we're not talking about binge drinking now, ladies and gentlemen, but we're just talking about a beer or two and a hot hot day at the beach or on the golf course. Uh, and a third study that I just want to tell you about found that beer can even slow neurodegenerative diseases. What's a neurodegenerative disease? Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And how about China? Well, we, we beat up on them a lot, but Chinese scientists found an ingredient in hops called xanthohumol. They call it XN. That could help your brain cells from oxidative damage, which includes dementia. Published in the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry. So, ladies and gentlemen, although there's a lot of things we have to watch out for, uh, a beer a day may not, may not be so bad. I have a daughter well, you know, that lives in southern Spain, and uh, the, the, the bar near her, her has a, on the menu that there's 24 bottles of beer in a case and 24 hours in a day. Could that be a coincidence? Sorry, no Jerry, coincidence. You know, in Europe, they only allow four ingredients uh, in the production of beer. 
And unfortunately, in the States, you have all these other additives that make it detrimental. But you're right, it was actually a nutritious uh, drink uh, when it's made, you know, with good organic components. And, of course, you know, alcohol is one of the best muscle relaxers on the market, uh, in addition to increasing circulation to all the organs. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, uh, we used to have, uh, we used to be able to... uh, uh, Order spiritus fermenti when I first started practice. We could order it by by the teaspoon. We call it a dram in those days. We could order it by the dram. Spiritus fermenti. It was a drug. It is a drug, but not to be abused. Well, my philosophy about beer anymore is that pour it down the toilet and eliminate the middleman. <laughs> well, only drink one bottle, then you don't have to pour so much down there. Okay. And you know, it's really good to see them coming out with things about Coke now. Yeah, I don't know if any if our listeners have seen uh, there is a uh, Instagram about Coca-Cola and what happens after 10, 20, 40, 45, 60 and uh minutes of drinking a Coke. And basically it's not good, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Dr. Smith told, will, will tell you about the phosphoric acid and so forth, but you know, just the insulin effect alone is devastating to your body. Uh within 40 minutes you have so much insulin and caffeine in your body. Your, your liver doesn't know how to handle it, and so many bad things happen. So there's probably about 14 teaspoons of sugar in a can of Coke, and that's something you just want to avoid. And, uh, well, plus, the, you know, the state police use Coca-Cola to get the bloodstains off the highway when they have major accidents. That's how uh, <laughs> great of a solvent it is. Plus, if you have a, a stained porcelain toilet, you know, and nothing of the commercial products work, just pour in the regular classic Coke and let it sit overnight. It'll take the stains away. Yeah, it, it's also good for uh, battery uh, corrosion. It'll just Absolutely. dissolve all that stuff. Yeah, so, so it's just you know, bad it, stuff. Yeah, pretty soon I'll have it on the shelves of your local uh, auto uh, supply store. <laughs> yeah, clean off your battery terminals the easy way. <laughs> All right, ladies well, and gentlemen. Like I said, you, you know, I remember in dental school they would uh, talk about if you took a, a tooth, an extracted tooth, and you soaked it overnight in in a glass of Coca Cola, it, it would have no uh, uh, hardness to it. You know, enamel is the hardest substance in the human body, and putting it in a, a Coke, which has a, a pH of like 2.6 from the phosphoric acids, very very acidic, it dissolves out all the calcium, and the tooth becomes like a little rubber uh, structure. Yeah, it's just not good, ladies and gentlemen, not good at all. You don't want to have all that sugar beating up on your pancreas and uh, your liver becoming fatty. You don't want to have all that acid eating away at your teeth, and if it does that in your teeth, what what do you think it's doing down in your gut with that leaky gut syndrome? And I happen to think of something I wanted to just just bring to your attention. You know, everybody thinks that they're cutting back on carbohydrates, and, uh, you know, Probably for the average now, not the not not the listeners of this program or Dr. Smith's uh, patients, but the average person who's cutting back on bread is probably cutting out eight B vitamins. I count it because they're probably not getting, they're probably not taking a multivitamin supplement. You know, so uh, uh, the government see here they mandated that bread be fortified with B1, 2, 3, 9, and iron to prevent deficiencies such as beriberi and, and pellagra, avoidance of breads and cereals because of gluten and GMO pesticide concerns. Believe it or not, if you don't have a, a healthy diet other than bread, which most people don't, they put you at a, put you at risk for a B vitamin deficiency. So, really have to. Uh, 
really think about what you're putting in your mouth, just like you wouldn't put the kerosene in a car that requires gasoline. And uh, it's it's so important. And the other thing that's important, I don't know if you saw this report, Jerry, from Consumer Labs. Uh, Consumer Labs found that among the 41 multivitamins sold in the U.S. and Canada, that it selected for review, 13 failed to pass tests necessary to cons- to uh, obtain their uh, approval. Uh, so, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you really want to know if your uh, uh, multivitamin is passing the test, it's uh, consumerlab.com. That's C-O-N-S-U-M-E-R-L-A-B.com. And look at their multivitamin, multi-mineral supplement review. And they, they did quite a few, including a couple for pets. So rather than me going through the whole list here, I just wanted to bring that to, you, to your attention. That And price does matter. You know, price does matter. Uh, I don't know what Dr. Smith's uh, on the ground uh, on the uh, experience with this, but, you know, your cheap vitamins are, are really cheap. And the, the, the stuff they fill it with is uh, could, could be quite dangerous to your health. Well, you know, a simple example, you know, you have preservatives like sodium benzoate, for example, which is FDA approved. And then if you have ascorbic acid in the same compound, the two react and they release benzene, which is known to be carcinogenic or cancer forming, causing leukemia. So, you know, just because the FDA says something safe when it's combined with other components can be very dangerous. Uh, the, The rule of thumb that I always Uh, teach my patients is food-based supplements there's components in there and you know in man's arrogance we think we can duplicate mother nature better than mother nature and that's just total arrogance natural food provides components in there and synergistic factors that make these things work uh, beyond our comprehension and uh, so that's the easiest way to make a choice where what's the source of that supplement is it food-based or is it fractionated synthetics Right, and does it come from, uh, and what country does it come from? But if it's if it's fractionated and synthetic, ladies and gentlemen, as Dr. Smith says, you want to you want to avoid that. And you you know you don't need if you're using a food based product, you don't need mega doses of it because your body knows how to handle it already. Well, that's uh, exactly right. To give you the perfect example, most of the vitamin E that's in your health food store uh, supplements. They're talking like 11, 12, 1,500 international units of vitamin E. Now, one company that we deal with makes their vitamin E from green peas. And two international units, which may sound like, geez, that's not enough to do anything, is equivalent to 1,100 international units of the fractionated uh, alpha-tocopherol vitamin E that they sell in the uh, health food stores. Right. Your body is used used to that, ladies and gentlemen. It's not, and, and it's not getting a vitamin E that was made in China that God knows what else it has. You know, lipstick made in China, ladies and gentlemen, has lead and arsenic in it. Average woman uses about two to two and a half pounds of lipstick in her lifetime. I mean, uh, well, you know, it's interesting that you brought up the about arsenic. I had a patient from Toronto, a young girl, 29 years old, and lost three molar teeth. Why? The bone was deteriorating. Why? because she had arsenic poisoning from the chickens that she was eating. And, uh, you know, the physician, you know, thought they were a little bit, um, you know, out of sync. But when they ran the blood test, the arsenic level was off the chart of the uh, normal value. And what was interesting, in, in 30 days 
putting her on food-based supplements, the bone density improved 70% in 30 days. Wow. It blocks the arsenic, blocks the uh, uptake of minerals to repair the bone. And what's interesting, you know, one of the reasons why they lace arsenic in the chicken feed is that when the chicken becomes arsenic poisoned, it, it can't stop eating. So it, you know, puts on weight a whole lot faster and they can get it to market and increase their profits. Well, another reason why, ladies and gentlemen, they to uh, eat organically it may cost a little bit more money, but it's just uh, less your children will have to spend after you pass. So spend it on yourself. You'll live longer, and uh, you'll be a lot healthier, and maybe you won't have to depend on people taking care of you. Uh, it's just just good advice. I mean, just just natural what it should be. It's, it just makes sense. Well, it's an insurance policy that you use every day. Exactly. It's really it's really life. It's really health insurance. The health insurance that you have, whether it be Obamacare, or whatever, is really sickness insurance. It really doesn't pay for you to stay healthy. It's it. Uh, we've always called it sickness insurance. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Jerry Smith, Dr. Ron here on Rejuvenations Health Radio. Uh, just trying to bring you uh, you know information that you can use, information you're not going to get in the USA Today or Wall Street Journal. Uh, we, we sort of do beat up on the FDA. We beat up on the big pharmaceutical companies because they deserve it. And we can say it here because, uh, as uh, one politician uh, says, and as we do, we self-fund. So we're not dependent on uh, any uh, anybody else's money to keep this, this show on the air every week. So, uh, all right. So I, I, we, we talked about salt. I wanted to get that out of the way. I, I wanted to beat up again a little bit about statins and the proton pump inhibitors, which just rob your body. If we talk about nutrition, even magnesium. And I, I just want to caution our, our listeners not to use supplements like drugs. I hear this so much uh, down here in southwest Florida. Well, I'm not sleeping, so I'm going to take melatonin. I'm going to try a magnesium tablet. Well, this is, is it's, it's, they're not drugs, ladies and gentlemen. They have to be used in, I always call it like a symphony orchestra. Everything has to play a part. You have to know what you're doing. Uh, if you want to take a multi-mineral or vitamin every day, I have no problem with that. But don't start using individual products uh, like drugs. Um, I'm not in, in, I'm not practicing anymore, but I do a lot of bit reading about these uh, supplements. And I will tell you, number one, there has not been a death recorded at the Poison Control Center from vitamins, contrary to the, the deaths from drugs. But if you want to uh, have the best health you can have, uh, you need someone to guide you if you don't uh, if you don't do a lot of reading on how to take these supplements. Uh, Jerry, what's your experience? I mean, I I sort of don't like people saying, well, I'm going to take a calcium for this, I'm going to take a, a biotin for this, or whatever. It just it, To me, it never made any sense. Well, you know, that's the old Newtonian, uh, you know, mentality that, you know, you have a bad spark plug, you replace the spark plug, everything's going to work fine. The human body is a whole lot different. Uh, perfect example, if you start taking large doses of ascorbic acid, and most people think ascorbic acid is vitamin C. Then, no, that's only the antioxidant fraction of vitamin C. And the New England Journal of Medicine uh, many years ago actually published the information that taking ascorbic acid over a period of time will cause a rebound scurvy. So scurvy is, is still prevalent in our society. It's just at different levels. You know, you have uh, bleeding gums, 
fatigue, uh, you know, and, and loose teeth because you need the vitamin C f- to repair the, the blood vessel walls. In fact, uh, you know, Matthias Rath, for example, and Linus Pauling, Nobel Prize winner, uh, showed with hardcore documentation, proline, lysine, and vitamin C literally can reverse heart disease. They've, they've done it, black and white statistics, not maybe if. And, um, you know, the establishment doesn't want to hear that. They'd rather put you on, uh, you know, statin drugs or do bypass surgery or what have you. Exactly. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just uh, just be careful. Uh, eat, eat wholesome food and have a great attitude. And don't be like a recent uh, – in fact, I didn't tell Dr. Smith here. We had a police call to a daycare center here today. Would you believe that? No. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a three-year-old. He was resisting arrest. <laughs> <laughs> so, nursing home either or, <laughs> or child <laughs> uh, don't resist arrest i mean take your nap you know we talked about napping last week and please if it, you know a 10 to 15 minute nap is really beneficial for you especially as you get older and sleep well maybe next week we'll talk about sleep because that that i hear more people that are that are having problems sleeping and sleep is so restorative it's so uh, anti-obesity. I mean, if you're not sleeping, you're going to be fat, ladies and gentlemen. So we, we're going to, we should have a show on uh, sleeping. We'll do that next week. What's well, also very interesting, if you're getting under seven hours of sleep a day, your immune system is weak and you can't even kick the viruses out of the cells. So it's, it's just more rest, but it's also restoring your whole immune system. And your brain. You know, the, the brain actually has a lymphatic system that pumps all the toxins out at night. So if you don't get a good night's sleep, and we, we we have to talk about that, and we have to talk about with Dr. Smith, when I first met him about a year ago, where we talked about it, turning off your Wi-Fi at night at, at a minimum to uh, make sure that you sleep in a in a, uh, a calm environment uh, because you don't know what those electromagnetic fields are doing to your brain. Although, although I'm saying that, and I'm just thinking that there was an article this week uh did you happen to see it about uh, cell phones and brain cancer? Oh, they, they knew that back in 1976 when, when the uh, portable phones came out. It was just all kept under wraps. Yeah, but now now you know, it's, it's making them. So, you know, uh, it's a, it well, was even like, it's worse, a, you know, with the cell phones, people use those little earbuds. And yeah. there was a, a Dr. Hannock uh, Talmore from Gainesville, Florida, showed with a meter that, the, the buds are actually worse because you get bilateral uh, electromagnetic distortion to the brain, whereas the cell phone you're getting unilateral. There is a, a wonderful uh, device called anti-radiation headset. It's like $22. You can buy it on um, you know Amazon. Uh, I have no connection with the company, so I have no no gain in this thing. But they're, they have air, air tubes connecting a little speaker to the earbud, so you're not getting any radiation to your brain. It's a whole lot safer. That 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 makes sense. That's that, ladies and gentlemen, just to, to go one step further. That's different than just getting earbuds. This is air, which the the EMF does not travel up that air tube, as it would just a, a uh, the wired uh, earbuds. And, right. and it's imp- it's really important because the study that just came out it showed that the development of brain cancer and a rare malignant form of heart tumor too. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, called a schwannoma. So, uh, you know, people carry the uh, 
their cell phones and their bras and, and close to their testicles for men, it can, you know, cause a, a, you to have a decreased sperm, may have caused some brain, uh, some um, breast tumor. So, you know, we all have to wake up to the fact that uh, we have to take a good look at this issue. We have to be uh, smart about it. And if there is an option, like using the, uh, uh, what, what, were they, what was the name of those uh, tubes? High radiation uh, headset. Okay. You know, we have to do that. We have to do that. It's, 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 it's worth it for our health. So that was a $25 million study, ladies and gentlemen, if, uh, if, if uh, you cared to, to know that. In the United States, 25,000, 25,000, there are a malignant brain tumors diagnosed each year. 25,000, okay? So uh, you don't want to be part of that statistic. Well, Jerry, it's, uh, I want to hear more about Korea next time. I don't want to hear more. We want to talk more about sleep. Uh, I'll be better prepared. I had a little bit of a hectic day, to be honest with everybody. It was a little bit different than a normal day that I prepare for this show. Actually, I prepare for this show, ladies and gentlemen, all week long, uh, just putting articles uh a side that I think will, will be interesting for you, and articles that are not mainstream. That uh, I look at the statistics, I uh, I redo them, and I look for absolute risk rather than relative risk. And uh, I look who's funding these studies, because a lot of the studies that promote drugs are funded by the same companies that make the drugs, and uh, it's not too kosher. Well. Uh, Jerry, I really appreciate your input. Uh, I know our listeners really appreciate your uh, down-to-earth, practical, informed uh, opinions, uh, as do I. So I want to thank you again. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've been listening to uh, Rejuvenations Health Radio with Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry Smith. Uh, Next week, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about sleep. I think it's a subject that we don't spend enough time on because it really is super important to us. Uh, talk about sleeping and napping, and uh, if there's any other uh, little news bits that come up about the drug industry. But uh, that's what we have for today. you have anything else to close with, Jar? No, I just think uh, a good attitude uh, is very important in health. Uh, the mental uh, state changes the physiology of the body. I mean, uh, Bruce Lipton is one of my heroes uh, and he wrote a fantastic book called uh, Biology of Belief. And, uh, you know, if someone doesn't want to get well, their whole physiologic state brings that to reality. But if you do want to get well, it literally changes the physiology and, um, you know, makes it happen. So the, the old saying, fake it until you make it, even though you may not feel 100% or 75%, just planting that seed in your head that you do feel well. You're faking the body, but physiologically, it'll help restore the health. And a bad attitude is like a flat tire. That's right. You can't go anywhere until you change it. So you've got to change that. Unless your mother was in the car. (laughs) Yeah, then you just keep driving, unless it's a new one. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to a a radio show that's uh, really been growing here in southwest Florida. We're, We're gathering lots of listeners, and for that, I have an attitude of gratitude. I thank you so much. I uh, hope like we can live up to your expectations. Uh, we want to do talk about sleep next week. And there is a, someone else that uh, I've been talking about, but I haven't done it. But I promise you uh, I will get together with Dr. Smith and, and get uh, Carol Kine back on the show. 
because an attitude is really important and uh, how we uh, maybe are carrying some baggage around with us that maybe she can uh, elucidate for us. So we'll have more information on that next week. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. If you have any comments, it's Dr. Doc Ron Radio, Doc, D-O-C, Ron Radio at gmail.com. Be glad to consider them, and uh, any any topics for future shows, please please drop me a line. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week. Take care. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.